Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Today, I wanted to talk about surrender over striving. Hmm, what does that mean? I'm going to talk about a whole bunch of things actually today. I've just been learning a ton in my life lately. So I might touch on a few different topics today, kind of a little catch up of what's been going on in my life. But also I really wanted to talk about this topic of living a life of surrender over living a life of striving. And so in just a minute, we'll talk about that. But first, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian homeschool publishing company. You can check them out at Apologia.com. We have loved their resources over the years. They have an amazing homeschool planner. They have science curriculum. They have writing curriculum. They have encouragement resources. They have a wealth of encouragement and help over at Apologia.com. So I'd love for you to go check them out and thank them for sponsoring the Simply Living for Him podcast. So let's, before I start, I have to tell you something really exciting, actually. We have started over here at Simply Living for Him, a brand new sort of arm to the ministry. Um, You know that part of my ministry here is to encourage others um, in many aspects. And one of those is homeschooling, because we are a homeschooling family. I love to encourage women um, and families to seek the Lord first above all. My mission here at Simply Living for Him is always to point to Jesus. But a huge part of my ministry is also to the homeschooling community. And um, we have started homeschool consulting and mentorship program over here at Simply Living for Him. And what that is, is I am now taking appointments via Skype or phone call or for a limited amount of people, if you're local, in person, where I want to walk alongside you on your homeschooling journey and mentor you and be a consultant, whether you need help choosing curriculum or you just need someone to pick their brain or you need somebody who's kind of walked this journey already and you want to learn from them, that is what I want to provide for you. So we have started booking appointments already and I'm really excited because I'm booking up appointments and I'm going to meet new people that I can encourage and we have some space still available. The space is limited because obviously I'm still here homeschooling my other three kids and doing my other ministry stuff. But this is something that I really felt that was just going to be another huge benefit that I could add here over at Simply Living for Him. So I'm excited. If you want to know more about it, go to the website at simplylivingforhim.com. Click on the button that says um, Personal Consulting and Mentorship Program, and you will find all of the information. We can really personalize a plan just for you. So I'd love to hear from you if you have questions. So many times I have questions from readers and listeners about homeschooling, and there's only 
only so much I can help with over an email. And now I can actually sit down and talk with you and pray with you and offer advice and encouragement. So you can go check that out. We are excited. Also coming this month will be a um, brand new um, offering. Again, something new is a called home online book study. And I will explain how all that is going to work within the next few weeks. But if you have read my book called Home, you will want to keep listening to hear more about that soon. So as you guys know, I talked last week in the podcast about homeschool to college. And we had been, I guess, just into a week of homeschooling, of homeschooling, of (laughs) walking through the journey of um, bringing my daughter to college and what that was like. And uh, here we are a week later. I don't know when I recorded last week if I had talked about the fact that we had visited her. Probably not because I would have recorded before that. But since then, we did get to take a visit and that was wonderful. One thing I did want to say is that I'm realizing in this journey It's been a really difficult, we're almost at two weeks now. It's been a really difficult two weeks and it's actually been more difficult than I expected. And I felt a little bit blindsided by the whole thing and I really feel strongly that I need to, you know, be honest about that with people and no one wants to be like a Debbie Downer, but I really think it's important because I was completely blindsided by the grief that came because of this huge chapter of our life ending. And even though the new chapter is a good one, don't worry, I'm not, you know, fretting over that. I understand that it's a good one. It doesn't take away the pain of closing one chapter. So anyway, I'm, I'm still walking through the difficulty of this whole life transition. But I will say that this week has been better. I'm not crying every day like I was in the beginning. Um, And my daughter's doing well. So, you know, so far so good. Uh, For all those that have a high schooler or you're homeschooling and you're worried, you know, will they survive in college? You know, it went from worrying, will we survive high school to what about college? You know, will they get into college to will they survive college? And so far, God has been faithful and she's acclimating well and handling it just fine. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. Um, I'll probably be talking more about that journey as we walk it, as we're, you know, walking through that journey, maybe in an upcoming podcast, a little bit more about the transition from homeschool to college. But, you know, it changes weekly. So I know I talked about it last week, um, but a week into it again, you know, life is continuing to evolve and change. And so I just wanted to update you guys and, and say it's still hard, (laughs) hard, but better, definitely getting better uh, this week. So Thank you for all who've prayed for me. I've had so many messages and encouraging emails from you guys out there that know that we're walking through this and you said that you're praying for me and that's just so wonderful. So I thank you for that. Um, So let's talk about this idea of surrender over striving. And one thing I... um, I have learned, it's it's an amazing thing to see that in just not, barely two weeks of my daughter being gone, 
I have learned so many lessons. I think I talked about it last week on the podcast, how my perspective changed a little bit. Um, my, my quest to live simply has increased more. I have really seen, I feel like in this life change, what's truly important. And, you know, it's actually helping me to continue to want to live more simply, to weed out the distractions of things that really just don't matter. Because face it, in our lives, you know, it makes me sad. I go on social media and I see so many people like just striving after so many things. And, you know, chasing after so many things, getting distracted by so many things. And so, you know, sometimes a life change, a big life change or a big life transition does change your perspective. You do realize what's really important. And so I was thinking about that and this whole aspect of what if we lived our lives in a posture of surrender rather than a posture of striving and that's very contrary to what the world tells us the world tells us that we have to strive we have to be successful we have to you know climb we have to work really hard to get ahead there's nothing wrong with working really hard and there's nothing wrong with setting goals and and going after them and all of that. But there's a difference between striving and working really hard and surrendering and working really hard. Because when you surrender and you stop striving, in, instead of striving to reach your goals, you're walking in God's strength. So it's not it, surrender doesn't mean being lazy and not doing anything. In fact, you'll probably get a lot more done when you surrender. You'll probably achieve a lot more. And most importantly, you'll be achieving what God wants you to achieve than striving. I feel like for so many of us, Christians and non-Christians alike, we all get sucked into this idea of striving after something, chasing after something, achieving, you know, and when we finally do strive after something and achieve it, we're on to the next thing. Like we want to conquer one thing and we're on to the next thing. And what if we lived our life instead of striving and striving and striving and we just surrendered and said, Lord, I want what you want. You see, I think about this in regards to homeschool. And I just feel when I look back on our journey now that Grace is in college, I see things completely different. It's like, you know, you just, you get into this, like you're on the other side of something and you're like, oh, now I get it. I didn't need to strive after that thing. I didn't need to worry after that thing. I didn't need to be distracted by all those things. Wow. It would have been better if I had just surrendered. Now, there were many times that I did. In fact, I wouldn't have started homeschooling if I didn't surrender my will to his will. 
And there were many times along the way where I walked in a posture of surrender. But that's not always the default of our fleshy nature, is it? We want to do things our way. We want to be the one in control. We want to be the one that we think has all the power. Surrendering is quite opposite of how our culture tells us to live. And one of the biggest times I can look back, besides choosing to homeschool in general, but one of the biggest times uh, that stands out to me when I decided to surrender and not strive was when my daughter was, you know, trying to decide about college. And, you know, it still blows my mind. I don't know if I've told the story on here in detail, but I'll tell you a little bit about it and how it all came to be so that you can hear the story of surrender. And, you know, if I could just apply this to so many other things, sometimes it would be wonderful. But, you know, we're all a work in progress. So anyway, when my daughter was thinking about, I guess it was junior year, thinking about, you know, what is the ultimate end to this homeschool career? You know, what happens after um, homeschool? And when we were in that place, you know, we didn't know. We didn't know. She had ideas of sort of what she wanted to do. We um, sort of started to pursue different options, look into different things. You know, we assumed she would go to college, but we didn't know where or when. Most likely, I think we all thought she'd, we all thought she'd stay home. We never expected her to go away to college. Um, We all thought she'd stay home, probably like community college to start or one of the local colleges. And in her junior year, Somebody had just told me in one of these passing conversations about the college that she is now at. I had hardly ever heard about it. I knew hardly anything about it. And if you, I look back on that and I'm like, that little conversation that happened in passing at a homeschool program one day literally changed the course of everything. Now, I know God ordained that conversation, but it just shows you how the littlest things can really be life altering. So once I had talked to this woman and she told me about this college and I thought, hmm, that might be another option. We should look into it. And I mentioned it to Grace and, you know, we, we said, well, we'll look into it. So, of course, I go and I look it up on the website and I notice that they have one of those visitation days coming up. And we're like, you know, why don't we go out there and check it out? Just for fun. You know, that's what you're supposed to do during junior year, right? Go on college visits. We hadn't gone on any. And so we did. And we really, we really liked the college. We really liked what we saw. We really liked everything about it. Um, But all the while, while we were there, I never looked at it as like, this is where she's going. It was sort of just like a fun visit and this is a nice place and whatever. And shortly after that, she had told me that it, it wasn't really in the running. She was not interested in going there. She was not interested in going away to college at all. And so I said, all right, you know, even though it seemed like a great place, she doesn't want to go there. That's the end of it. She says, I don't want to go away to college. I want to stay home. 
And as a mom, who doesn't want to hear that? (laughs) So I threw out all of the information from that college, the brochures, the paperwork, all that fun stuff, got rid of it. And that was the end of that. And so time went on and she visited another college locally, um, a public university here in our state. And she said, that's the one. I just feel like that's where I belong. I just, I can picture myself there. Now, deep down, I wasn't thrilled with that because it's a public university. I was thrilled that it would be close enough for her to live home and all that. But I wasn't, I wasn't quite thrilled with the idea of it. And in that moment when she told me that this is where she felt she wanted to go, initially, I thought to myself, ugh, I don't want her to go there. (laughs) And then I just got this whole incredible feeling from the Lord that was just like, wait and see. And I really surrendered in that moment to the Lord. I said, I said, Lord, if that's where you want her, who am I to get in the way of it? I'm not going to say that a public university is out of the question unless you do, Lord. I am open to being in your will. And from that moment on, everything changed. I truly lived in a posture of surrender when it came to this situation, believe me, I don't do, I'm not good at this and everything yet. You know, we're all a work in progress, but I can honestly say I had so much peace saying, if that's where God wants her, then so be it. And so I surrendered completely because there's a lot of times where we can say we surrender, but we kind of hold on this time. I really did. I surrendered. And so we just assumed that Um, We were going to sort of, you know, do everything needed to get her into that college, you know, looking at the classes she needed and what she would need to do for the audition and all of that. So that was the plan. But all along, I never strived after it. Like, this is the plan now and this is what we're going to do. It was a moving forward and doing the work that needed to be done but in a posture of surrender. So do you see the difference? It wasn't like, oh, this is the plan. This is my plan and we're going to do everything. No, it was like, okay, we're going to let God work through this situation. We're going to pray about it. That was the biggest thing. I said, every day we are going to pray. And we did as a family. We always said we pray for Grace's future and we just surrendered Grace's future. All the while walking forward in thinking that this was what we were going to do unless God changed the plan. So we um, moved forward and then, let's see, that was probably an early summer before her senior year. Well, the fall came of her senior year and she was already, you know, getting going to apply to that college. And (laughs) lo and behold, Something came across my Facebook. See, Facebook can be used for good. An advertisement for a play that was being held at the other college, the Bible college where she's at now. And Grace loves theater. And so it was looked like a great play. And I just said to her, let's, let's go see this because it was actually one of these pay-as-you-go 
um, pay as you want, you know, kind of donation. And we thought that would be a nice girls day out. We'll take a ride and we'll go see the play. And so we did. And it was an amazing, amazing show. And afterwards she said, well, that was a great show. And I loved it. I loved it here, but I still don't want to, I wouldn't want to go here. And I said, okay, I was, that wasn't the reason I brought you to the show. It just looked like a good show. Then a week or so later, she says to me, you know what, mom, I think I'm going to apply there just as a backup or just as another option. And I thought, hmm, is God changing the plan? I don't know, but I'm going to surrender. And without going into detail, because I could go on and on, the months went by and obviously God changed the plan. And we literally saw him kind of steering us away from the public university towards the Bible college. And deep down, I just thought this is a wonderful thing, but it had to be her decision. And she got into the college and all that, and she still said that she didn't want to go away to college. So I thought, all right, that's the end of it. And then she said, well, you know what? I will go to an overnight at the college and I'll try it. And I'll see how it is to do the overnight. And I said, okay. I never thought that that one overnight would change her mind. I thought we'd pick her up and she'd say, yeah, it was okay, but I'm still not sure. We picked her up the next morning and she said, sign me up. This is where I want to go. And now that she's there, it's amazing to look back and see all the things that took place and how God literally changed the course but we were in a posture of true surrender like I said not just saying it because I, I can do that I can say yeah I give it all to God and hold on tight to what I want and so when I look at that story and I think about that I want to apply that you know so much more to everything like my two sons are in high school now and for those of you who homeschool, you know, this is a time where I feel like the whole homeschool world is striving, 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 striving. We have to get the perfect SAT. We have to get the perfect transcript. We have to get, you know, all the perfect extracurriculars. We have to do this. We have to have a well-rounded, you know, transcript. And it's just like striving and striving and striving and striving. And is anyone saying, what does God want for my child? What does God want with their future? What has God made them to do? And so now I just look at my other two sons so much differently. I mean, we never got caught up too much in all those things that I just said. Like we really did surrender with grace. But I can see how easy it is to get caught up because the whole homeschool world is caught up in those things. The whole, whether you homeschool or not, it feels like high schoolers, right? You're caught up in those things. And so I look at them and I'm like, wow. Look what God did for grace, and he will do it again for them. But I need to do the work of surrendering it and submitting my plans to his plans. And in a world that tells you, you must strive to get a perfect SAT. You must strive to prove yourself. I don't want to do that. I want to surrender every day, every moment to his will. But it takes a constant recognizing and reminding yourself of that because it's very easy to get caught up. It's very easy to get swayed by your own self thinking that you are in control of your life and that what you want is what you deserve. And that's not the case. 
we should ultimately only want what God wants for us. And maybe what God wants for us is completely different than what we want. But will you still want it if you know it's what God wants? Boy, that sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. But you know what I'm saying? Right? What if God took my daughter around the world to be a missionary? I don't, I have a hard enough time. She's two hours away. That would do me in. But I would like to think that no, it wouldn't because of the word surrender. And really looking at your life that it is not your own, that it is his. And when you look at your life that it is not your own and that it is his, all of a sudden you will be able to simplify because so many of the things that you think are so important immediately go out the window. That's why I always say the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we desire the things of this world. You will weed out 80% of your life when you are following after God. All of a sudden, so many things that you think are so important that you have to have or have to do or have to be are not that important because you have surrendered your life to Jesus. You have submitted your plans to God's. And like I said before, it's not an act of surrender. is not a lazy thing that says, I'm just going to sit here and let God do the work. In fact, surrendering is probably going to end up being more work, but you're doing it walking in God's strength. You're walking in Christ. You are walking with the power of God in you. There's nothing lazy about it. It's, it's Christ in you, but you're going to achieve more than you ever asked or imagined or dared dream of because you lived a life of surrender. So stop striving. Stop chasing. Most of the time we are striving and chasing after the things of this world, but we want to strive and we want to chase after God and God alone, and we only want what He wants for our life. And for me, a lot of that applies to my homeschool life right now. Things have gotten even more simple than ever around here. Now that I have one in college and my whole perspective has changed, I tell you, I look at their homeschool, I get it now. I get the end result because we're there. Like I can look back and say, so much didn't matter that I was always striving after having this perfect homeschool room, having the right, you know, system in place, having, you know, uh, joining this co-op and that group and this, that. Not that those things aren't good. They are. I'm not putting those things down. But when we start to put all of our security in things of this world instead of Jesus, we're going to have a much harder time. That's when we're striving, striving after, you know, having the perfect home, striving after having the perfect career, striving after having everything look just so. When we should be living a life of surrender and saying, I don't know what tomorrow brings, but God does. Because see, we're planners as humans in our flesh. We want plans. We want lists. We want to check off boxes. We want to say that everything is in order and we know what's going to happen tomorrow. And we know what's going to happen next week because we have it written down on our calendar and we have a planner and we have a checklist. 
But when you live a life of surrender, you have to be very open to, I may have a plan, but the Lord will determine my steps. And I may have a plan for the future, but the Lord is ultimately in control. And then when I live a life of surrender, I have to remember that those plans may never get checked off of my list. And that is okay. And we have to submit our lives to the one who created them. He knows what's best for our lives. He created us for a purpose. He created us for whatever is in his will. Yet as humans, we're always trying to create our own will. We're always striving after what we want. We want to look how the world looks. That's not a life of surrender. So I ask you today, I would ask you, think about what are the things that are distracting you? What are the things that you're striving after? Are you willing to lay those down and say, I'm laying these down, God. If you want these things for me, then you'll place them in my life. And if not, I'm going to leave them right here and I'm going to walk away and follow you. Are you willing to surrender every single aspect of your life? to his will. That's not an easy thing because when it comes to the hard stuff, yeah, I'm willing to surrender. I'm willing to surrender. Oh, wait, my daughter's two hours away right now. I don't have any control over what she's doing at this moment. But God does. Am I okay with that? That's when you understand true surrender. All right, God, you brought her to that school. You, we know that without a doubt. Now I have to trust that you are in control. Because face it, none of us are in control. None of us are in control. God has ordained every moment of time from beginning to end. We are not in control. We want to give ourselves a false sense of control. That's why we write in our planners. That's why we make plans. That's why we make lists because it's a false sense of control. And it's okay to be organized and it's okay to do those things. But it is not okay to think that because you do those things, you will determine the outcome of your life. Those things are tools. Those things are helpful. But ultimately, in your soul, are you in a posture of surrender? Are you making a list but willing for God to come in and change it? And again, surrendering is not being lazy. It's not saying, I'm going to do nothing because God's in control. That is not surrender. It's saying, I'm going to do everything that God asks me to. And it's going to be abundantly more than any of your plans. So I ask you today, maybe if you keep a journal, write down the things that are... Um, that you need to surrender, that you need to stop trying to control. The two things in my life, I'll be perfectly honest and perfectly real. Okay, wait, I'll say three things. The, two, the three things I have a really hard time surrendering, and I'm sure that many of you can relate out there. Finances, health, and my children, right? Oh, sh I'm going to surrender my children? That means that, you know, something bad can happen to them? Ultimately, God is in control, Right? I'm going to surrender my finances. I'm terrified that we're not going to have enough money. Wait, God is in control. I need to do the earthly things that he calls me to do, but ultimately know that he is in control. My health, that is something that is really difficult for me to surrender. I can worry like the best of them. I can go to Dr. Google and Google every symptom and diagnose myself with everything. 
God has already ordained all the days of my life. God has ordained all the days of my children's lives. lives. <laughs> God has ordained every dollar that will ever come in and out of my life. So all the worry, all the false sense of control I can, I can uh, try to, you know, put over those things will never change God's plan. So surrendering in my heart and knowing that truth and then dealing with the things that come every day. Okay, the bank account is empty. God is in control. How would I walk through this with him? Okay, a loved one gets an illness. Not my plan, not on my list of things, right? Not what I wanted, not what's comfortable. But God has ordained every moment of my loved one's lives. How do we walk through this? So a surrender life is a life knowing that it's not always going to be perfect, but that God is in control. And why, why would we even want to be in control? We are merely humans. I don't want control of my life, quite honestly. I am so comforted by the fact that the God who knows every single star and every single grain of sand and every hair on every human head that ever existed and ever will exist and exists right now, and that's a lot of strands of hair, he is in control of my teeny little life amongst all those details. That's comforting to me. I can hardly keep my own house straight. Why would I want to be in control? <laughs> right? I want a God that is so powerful and so majestic and has control over every detail. I want him in control of my life. That is comforting. It's not scary when you think about surrendering to a God who holds the stars in the sky. That's a comfort. So let me know what you think. Are you living a life of surrender or are you, are you still striving in your own, on your own terms? I want to hear from you. Comment on the Facebook page, on the blog, on Instagram, or you know, on iTunes, wherever you're listening to this. Let me know what you think. Send me an email. I want to hear from you and let me know. I'd love to pray for you. If you're struggling in this area, I'd love to pray from you for you. Also, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I have just opened up appointments for personalized homeschool consulting and mentorship. I want to walk on this journey with you. The, the kind of things that I talk about in the podcast or I point you to Jesus, you're going to have me all to yourself for an hour, whether it's every week, every month, whatever it is. Once, if you just need like a one-time visit, I want to be there to encourage you, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, not through a screen, not through a... A microphone, but you know, in person, um, on the phone where we can really connect and I could really encourage you. So all the information is at simplylivingforhim.com. If you're a new homeschooler, if you're a homeschooler who's burnt out, if you're a homeschooler that just needs someone maybe to pick their brain, I'd love to hear from you. You can go get all the information at Simply Living For Him. Also, the Bible-based homeschooling e-course is still available. I've had a lot of people signing up for that lately as well. Uh, I'm using the Bible as my my fifth graders main textbook this year for history geography and science and we're only into day two and i am loving it so i'm right alongside you guys um doing that this year so you can check out the e-course that's at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com and as i said the called home online book study is coming soon more information on that soon and i thank you again for listening until the next time i wish you blessings and joy